0: This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama, unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. I'm Parker Snyder in this week for Andrea Tice. It is Election Day in Alabama with polls opening at 7 a.m. this morning, and they will stay open until 7 p.m. in the evening. Alabamians will be voting for governor, lieutenant governor, United States senator, members of the House of Representatives, and members of the Alabama state legislature, and more. While Alabama's legislative districts are typically dominated by either the Republican or Democratic parties, there are a few competitive races. One such race is that between Republican Representative Charlotte Meadows and her Democratic challenger, Philip Ensler, in House District 74. Meadows' seat was a subject of recent attention after the state legislature changed her seat to majority-minority district in the redistricting process after the 2020 census. Multiple political action committees, which most of the time support Republican candidates, have instead donated to Democratic challenger Ensler. Ensler is a civil rights attorney and former policy advisor to Montgomery Mayor Stephen Reed, while Representative Meadows is a former member of the Montgomery County School Board and a founder of a charter school. Alabama voters will also be voting for 10 constitutional amendments. Topics include eliminating bail eligibility for certain egregious offenders, broadband, the power of the Alabama governor to commute a death sentence, adoption, economic development, and the rearrangement of the Alabama Constitution. Alabama's Constitution is currently the longest in the world with 977 amendments already in place. You can learn more about the specifics of these amendments by visiting 1819news.com. Residents of the city of Prattville, located just north of Montgomery, will be voting on a property tax hike to fund local schools on Tuesday. The proposed plan would increase property taxes by 15 mills or $150 per $100,000 in assessed property on their property taxes. The tax increase would raise about $10 million per year and will be set aside for capital projects, new schools, and curriculum. One interesting fact about this year's elections in Alabama is that even though there are many competitive races, the Alabama Democratic Party did not post on either Twitter or on Facebook between August 13th and Election Day. Prior to August 13th, the Alabama Democratic Party was active on social media. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the analytics and poll experts at 538 are giving Republicans an 84% chance of winning the House back in Tuesday's midterm elections and a 55% chance of winning control of the Senate. Monday night, Joe Biden told voters that climate change was a differentiating issue in these midterms. We got to make sure we're making big investments ever to deal with the climate crisis. You know, the MAGA Republicans and that guy up on the balcony there threatening to jump. They don't, they don't understand we have a climate crisis. Midterm elections are typically difficult for the party of the president, especially in his first term. We'll know if 2022 follows that pattern soon enough. The 2020 midterms are the first federal election since Roe v. Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court in June. Michigan voters will consider Tuesday whether or not to enshrine the right to abortion in their constitution, while Kentucky voters will vote to approve or reject a measure that would prohibit abortion in the state. California and Vermont voters are also considering putting abortion protections in their state constitutions. Considering the makeup of these states, however, those results are not as much of a question as in Kentucky and Michigan. Recreational marijuana will also be on the ballot in five states. Arkansas, Maryland, Missouri, North Dakota, and South Dakota all will vote whether or not to legalize marijuana for recreational use. Polls suggest that the measures will likely be approved in Arkansas, Maryland, Missouri, and North Dakota, but not South Dakota, where opposition is stronger. 2000 Mules producer and True the Vote leader Greg Phillips, who was an in-studio guest on 1819's Alabama Unfiltered podcast in July, was released from jail on Monday. Phillips had been found in contempt of court last week for not giving up sources in an investigation into voter fraud. Bad weather is headed toward Florida again as Tropical Storm Nicole turns across the Atlantic. AccuWeather meteorologists expect it to become a hurricane before it hits Florida's east coast. Governor Ron DeSantis announced a state of emergency due to the storm on Monday. Nicole is expected to make landfall late Wednesday night or early Thursday. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your podcasting app, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of The Daily Detail on whatever app you are using, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or other podcasting apps. Also, be sure to visit 1819news.com for more news and reliable up-to-date information on what is going on around our state. You can now join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content and 1819 merchandise. Visit 1819news.com slash membership to learn more. I'm Parker Schneider. I will be back again tomorrow, and I look forward to updating you then.